The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. Toy and welcome once again to a Came From Radio, the official of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking with me via virtual distancing. We have none other than the life of Jenner G's, Jenny Feldy. Yo, yo. <laughs> and we have from Pronto Comics, we have uh, Pronto Comics, Dominic Definish Mansferano. Well, she went with a high energy one tonight. That's <laughs> well, she's full of, she's full of energy. Sometimes. Now, is that her own Genergy brand or the Jennifer Lopez Genergy brand? This is her brand, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, let her speak for herself, Mark. Um, who's Jennifer Lopez? There you right. go. The person <laughs> yeah. you're inevitably going to sue. Get some of that Jenny from the block money. Well, the people uh, who many people tell me to sue, and I say no, that's what's happening. Okay. Look, don't be fooled by the rocks that she's got, because when you sue her, you'll get those rocks. Mm, I would like to have them. I would like yeah. to have them. That'd so on cool. this week's show, <laughs> <laughs> on this week's show, we have another Jay Burnley segment <laughs> and our very own Jenny Feldy, who may or may not be suing somebody, and our senior correspondent, who may or may not be. <laughs> when you put we'll have like that, chambers. I may or may not be suing anyone. Yeah, you know. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. See, I cover all bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so Jenny Feldy, along with our senior correspondent, Charles Saladino, <laughs> will have interviews and coverage of the Chambers of Hell Malevolent, Malevolent Media Night. Yeah, Charlie was very uh, flummoxed and flummoxed about the name. He's like, what? Malevolent? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he knows what malevolent means. I don't think so. There's was... a whole movie about it. Yeah, I don't know. He seemed, he seemed very confused by the word. Okay. He anyway. was flummoxed and flummished, you said? Yes, and flummished, yes. Flummoxed and flummished by the before, word. Before we do any that. <laughs> well, isn't that just... <laughs> oh, man. Before wow. we do any of that, we have to take it away. It's very goyish. <laughs> With the news. It's morphin' time! The news is brought to you in part by fine folks of sci-fi.radio. That's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. As well as the Big Apple Con, at which we are the official radio show of celebrating over 25 years of complexness and pop culture stuff. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. Their next convention is going to be on March. It's scheduled to be on March 26, 2022. Uh, no headliners have been announced as of yet. And I also want to give our shout-outs for our Patreons, of which there are. Danny Girl, award-winning director Jared Burrell, Kyle Horn, Millie Portez, Newsday Famous Dresden Media, Unjikun, Shadow Rabbit Art, The Huracan, which is coming back this year, uh, Yasmin and Ray, and Rosa. If you want to have your own little shout-out, go to www.camefromradio.com. There's a little button to join us on Patreon. And just for a dollar, you can uh, support our show. So let's see, let's see, let's see. We normally we start off with these, these sad news. Um, we only have one bit of sad news this week. So uh, voice actor... Chris Ayers uh, died recently from health complications. While full details have not been released, 
Um, as of this date of recording, which is October 20th, 2021, Chris was diagnosed with an end-stage chronic obstructure pulmonary disease and required a double lung transplant to survive, along with two additional surgeries in 2017. He did get one lung in 2019. Um, out of the slew of animation voice work that he did, some of which are uh, Gantz, uh, Initial D, Hugo the Negotiator, Papua, Black Butler, Gogo 13, and Legends of the Dark King, A Fist of the North Star Story, and Gintama the Movie, just to name a few. Chris is perhaps best known for his voice of Frieza in the later episodes of the Funimation English dubs of Dragon Ball Z Kai and all subsequent media through Dragon Ball Super until forced to retire in 2018, only reprising his role on Dragon Ball Super Brawly. Um, he was a, a young, 56 years old. What's Dragon Ball, Mark? Dragon Ball is an animated show. Um, did, yeah, did you watch it? I have never seen any episodes of Dragon Ball at all. Really? Why not? Really? Um, it just wasn't my thing. I've, I've only seen certain anime, and that one just didn't fall under my radar. Uh, it came out. It came out at a time. Um, I think I was busy watching uh, Power Rangers, maybe. Oh, I just okay. didn't make time, so it just it did not seem like appealing. But uh, it's 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 hugely popular. I would yeah. say at least the top five of popular anime that's out there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And from what I've seen, uh, doing my little research on on Christopher, people loved him. He was a a, a fan, a Doctor Who fan. He was an anime fan. He was a cosplay fan. And he really was one with the audience. So everybody who met him loved him. He's just one of those guys that you just love and, and, and gives love all the time. I'm going to make Dragon Ball Z my wedding theme. Really? But you're never going to get married. I was going to be know, like, so who are we Never kidding? seen it. You also never <laughs> plan to get married. Oh, see? I got the joke. I got but it. if I do Dragon Ball Z. I, I, can, I can honestly say I know nothing about this man. But when I, as I Google him, I see a picture of him with his wife. I, no, uh, his girlfriend. Uh, so with like a a hairless cat, <laughs> and I'm just like, Whoa. all right, that's all I need to know about this guy right now. A hairless cat, wow. Yeah, so, like a, a mean looking hairless cat too, like the kind of cat that's like, I will eat your soul. Now, is he petting it or is he scared of it? He's kind shop? of just posing with it. At first, mm. I thought it was a chihuahua, um, because it's kind of kind of looks like like a chihuahua. But now I'm like, nope, that looks like one of those hyperallergenic hairless cats God oh, yes so he was as i mentioned a, a young 56 years old hmm. so that is it for the sad news so let's go on to the not as sad news okay always like not as sad news you know why <laughs> why not as sad i was actually going to offer up some sad news just in case you feel sad you know you're missing some no i i don't know <laughs> okay no. sounds good i mean look if you want i can always tell you more people who have died Yes, exactly. Like so, Colin Powell died. Well, I was going to tell that well, someone I know has unrequited love, and it's very sad. He's hopelessly in love with this girl. There's the sad news for the week. <laughs> All right. So, wait, no, no, don't, don't, don't and, buy into it. And, don't buy into girl, it. The girl's never going to like him back, and that's the sad news for the but, week. No, who is it? Don't this? buy into it. See, well, I can't she say puts it out name. there, and then she pulls you in. Don't, don't get tricked. <laughs> Move okay. on. Okay, fine. <laughs> from the <laughs> from the that's a lot of nuts department 
The third, third Halloween film, Halloween Kills, has taken in the number one spot in a domestic box office, pulling in $49 million, easily beating out uh, last week's number one film, which was No Time to Die, which made an additional $23 million in the box office. For those keeping track, Shang-Chi is still the highest grossing film of 2021 with $218 million, followed by Black Widow at number two with $183 million. Halloween uh, premiered at number 17 out of all the movies that came out this year. Um, of note, Shang-Chi is only available to see legally in theaters, while Halloween, as well as Black Widow, is available to be seen for free with its respective streaming services, as well as in the theaters. Uh, keep in mind, the numbers do not reflect the revenue made from said streaming services. Um, did you get to see Halloween, the new Halloween? No. Dominic? Oh, wait, I remember Dominic does not like horror movies. I'm not I a, a horror no. show. I've actually seen... This was um, Rob Zombies, right? The the one that just came out? No, this no, is. But uh, is this a... okay? So here's the question. Okay, this is in the original universe. Correct. It's got Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Correct. And, and Kyle Richards. Correct. So this is Beverly so Hills Housewife. The chron- the chronology goes Halloween, and then Halloween, which was the second Halloween, but it was still also called Halloween, and then this movie Halloween. Wait, wait, Halloween two was not. Right, the second. The second Halloween two also has Jamie Lee Curtis. Right, but it's not not in this continuity. It was the first Halloween, and then the new Halloween that they made, which was also called Halloween, and then this movie, which is called Halloween Kills, and then the final movie is going to be called Halloween Ends. I think it is. So Ooh. that's interesting because now you can just kind of play games with which ones count, even with Jamie Lee Curtis, because you have the first one, you have the second one with Jamie Lee Curtis, then you had a bunch of the sequels that you know were nuts then you had halloween h2o yeah right i actually did see in theater me too and this the marketing must have been so great because i remember i was so excited about it i went because it was about movie. having jamie lee curtis come back that was the big, it, it was it was about thing. what happened to her years and years later no how, i think there know. was a rapper in it or something ice ice cube oh it's ice cube is that what it is mistaken. yeah ice cube sold it and Adam Arkin was in it, yes. and that it should have hypothetically ended it all in terms of that storyline because she chops his head off. Don't go spoilers because <laughs> this came out when I was in high school, Mark. Yeah, exactly. This came out in high when I was in high school. Okay, but according, had... according to Jamie Lee Curtis, the movie was supposed to be making. They, they had uh, signed her for two films when she signed on for that movie. She didn't want to do the second movie, but the only way that she began into this movie was that she went on to the second movie, and the other one had Busta Rhymes in it, and um, <laughs> that was the end of that uh, timeline. Right. And then they moved on to the Rob Zombie timeline, which is just Halloween and then Halloween Part 2. And then they right. went to this timeline. So they've like, they're jumping around timelines more than Highlander. Yes, correct. Basically. They're yes. just like, if correct. it worked for Highlander, it'll work for us. Correct. Got it. So, so anyway, I remember... So I saw Halloween H2O because like a good friend of mine is like, we got to go see it. We got to go see it. We got to go see it. Right. Yes. Meanwhile, this kid can't like, cannot, I don't want to go see it, but I'm like, <laughs> all right. So it's me, him and another good friend of mine. We all go to see it. And he's like, we're going to go see it. We got to see it. We got to see it. Okay. We're going to go see it. The music starts. The dude grabs his seat, looks at me and goes, I'm out. And he's no. out the door. What? So here I am sitting you're watching this movie that I oh don't want to see. My other friends are cool watching it. What a great he's story. Gone. <laughs> he's gone. He's uh, out the door. I got up twice just to check on him. He went and looked, gone into other movies. 
years later hostile uh years later oh my god like and like years later he was up for a job which would have been like in 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 airplanes right and i'm like don't give this man a job in airplanes this man (laughs) is too high strung yeah maybe (laughs) i'm like you know you could have Instead of putting him through a series of like intense interviews, you could have just called me. <laughs> That's <laughs> I true. He I would have told you, don't do this. So, I mean, uh, anyway, that to run out is so extreme, you know, just deal with it. And then years after that, I could say we're in his apartment and he puts on the Rob Zombie Halloween and he made it through the movie. <laughs> no, oh, way. so he redeemed himself. So he finally, right. okay, he finally was able to watch a Halloween film. But I, just, I don't bring it up to him often, but every once in a while I will be like, hey, you remember that time you made us go see Halloween H2O and then you ran out of the theater? Oh, no, he definitely remembers because he tried to make it up years later. Right. Exactly. exactly. So he'll never forget. So as a, as a, as a contrast, moving on to the next bit of news right. from the. It's nice to say hello, 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 hello. Friend of the show, Carol Demas and Paula Janice from the legendary Magic Garden children's TV program from the 70s, as mentioned on this very show, is looking to bring back their show in an animated form. And to that end, they have launched an an Indiegogo campaign to make it happen. The campaign reads, this new animated series is a prequel. It reimagines Carol and Paula as little girls who love to meet up every day in a magical garden to play, sing, and have some fun with their friends. Sherlock and Flapper are also little and just learning about the world everything you loved about the magic garden is back the magic tree the story box the swings and more um as you know we're they've been on the show twice they sang to us um they're really 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 great people and it's awesome to see them trying to bring the show back for an animated version so if anybody is interested in good family friendly program go to the indio campaign look up the magic garden um do you guys remember the magic garden no. Never watched it. That's no. terrible. No. It's terrible, you said? It's terrible that you didn't watch it, yes. Oh. No, sorry. sorry. But it is a good family program. Um, geez, I, I, you know, I, would, really I would throw a romper room. What kind of family? When I you would, say would, it's a good family program, what kind of family are we talking about here? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very G-rated. That's, that's, that's the definition of the family. That's the kind of the G-rated family. That are we talking about a Greek family, a French family, <laughs> a white family, a black family? You know. All families. All okay. families. Cool, cool. Um, so moving on. Let's see what we got here. Oh, okay. From the... Coming soon! Don't miss History of the World Part 2! See Hitler on I see a Viking funeral. See Jews in space. space. Department. <laughs> That's funny. Um, the streaming service Hulu is teaming up with none other than Mel Brooks for a History of the World Part Two, eight-part series on said network. 
No, will serve as writer and executive producer on the series, along with Nick Kroll, Wanda Sykes, and Ike Barinholtz from Mad TV. Um, Nell says, I can't wait to once more tell the real truth about all the phony baloney stories this world has been conned into believing our history. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. Did you guys see the original oh, History of the World? Oh, dude, The Inquisition. What a show. <laughs> the Inquisition. Here we go. We know you're wishing that we'd go away. But the Inquisition is here. And it's here to stay. That would be yes. say that. Yeah. So, Jen, did Look, you uh, history uh, the world? Hold on. I just got to say this. Yeah. It ain't worth my money and time unless I see a Viking funeral. <laughs> unless I see Hitler on ice. Unless I see Jews in space. Nah. Thank you. Yeah. Well done. Um, I uh, I just get the Inquisition whenever I tell my Latin boyfriend I don't want kids. I get the Spanish Inquisition. He's like, hey, mommy, why? Why don't you want the baby with me? I get the Spanish Inquisition. He goes, why? Why no baby? Why no baby? Your so Latin boyfriend sounds like he's Eastern European. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody sounds Eastern European in my world. Oh, okay. um, I've always said that Mel Brooks had one last thing in him, I believe, because he's almost 100. So I believe I know, this will be his, his uh, final. Uh, he is uh, one of the last standing. Yeah, last ones, yeah. He might be the last standing man of that era. He's, I think, 96. He's, like I said, he's, he's getting wow. up there. So it's, yeah, it's really cool that he's going to do one more. And I'm really cool about that. You yeah, know, really so cool. let's see. We have. Um, Ola, did you know that during he was a, he's a World War II veteran? He's ninety five yeah. years old. He's a World War II veteran, and during one of the battles he was in, he got up and started doing a song and dance number to deal with no. the stress of it. I'm not making that up. Wow. Yeah, his son Max, Max Brooks, is an, yeah, is an accredited writer. Yeah, he did a World War Z. Yeah, like amazingly good writer in of itself, and I think his greatest accomplishment is having a wonderfully 41-year-long marriage to Anne Bancroft. That's an accomplishment. Wow. That's an accomplishment. Like a 41-year marriage is an accomplishment. Yes. It's basically just like David Arquette and Courtney Cox. <laughs> is it? Going back yeah. to that, going back to that they, well. Except yeah. for the fact that they actually remained married. That's <laughs> well, similar. Exactly. Similar. So <laughs> moving on, he's he's the, he's the Abe Vigoda of our time because people are wondering, is he still alive? Yeah, he's, mm. I, I, I know he, when when he dies, I, we're going to know it. That's, that's definite. But moving on yeah. um, from the be kind to the people you meet on the way up because you're going to meet the same people on the way down. department. Mm. As mentioned in a previous show. None other than former guest of the show, William Shatner, has completed his trip into the edge of space. Shatner says, <clears throat> everybody in this world needs to do this. Everybody in this world needs to see. To see the blue color whip by, and now you're staring into blackness. That thing, that covering blue, this sheath, this blanket, this comforter of blue that we have around and say, oh, that's blue sky. And suddenly you shoot through it all, and you're looking into blackness, into black ugliness. Um... It, it really bothered me because at first I thought he was like going to go into space, like space space, because he just went into like suborbital space and he was going to hang out there for a while. But realistically, this was only a 10 minute in total trip. He got in his little rocket. He went up, whoop, 
Ten minutes later, he went down. Boom. To be fair, wow. he spent more time in space than you did. This is true, but he didn't actually like, get this into true, space, but... space. He didn't even get to space space. Like, like, see, right now, right this oh, very it minute. It was just technically space. That's it. Right this very minute, there's a, a film crew on right. the International Space Station making a movie, like a movie movie. Right. It's being that's filmed a... in space. Mm. And I think that's more but here's the question. impressive than well, oh, this, a this guy. Might be, this might tie into our previous story, though, as it is a Hollywood film crew in space there's a good chance they're jewish <laughs> but i i, I thought that was good it hot. was it was too cold the space is too warm yeah but i yeah. just i just I, I so i was all i you know i had heard about him going i was like oh this is gonna be kind of cool but then when i looked into it i actually saw it, I was like that's it i was very very um anticlimactic i guess that's the word was it was like disappointing now that doesn't say that you know it's cool that he went up there and obviously this is the the beginning of you know the space quote-unquote space travel for for super rich people to go up and down like if they're on a little parachute just go boop, and then down 10 minutes you know spend a couple million dollars it's awesome but like as 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 the universe goes I'm like yeah um well, to 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 put uh to put into perspective george takei of which all the original star trek cast members i found uh to be the most personable that i've oh met my. Um, oh my. When asked about George, uh, when, when George was asked about William Shatner going, he said he's boldly going where other people have gone before. He's a not where pig. he's gone before. He's a guinea pig, ninety years old, and it's important to find out what happens. Ninety years old is going to show a great deal more on the wear and tear of the human body, so he'll be a good specimen to study. Although he's not the fittest specimen at ninety years old, so he'll be a specimen that's unfit. George is just jealous that he's not going into space. Did you guys see him going into space as Shatner? Did I didn't. You, uh, I didn't no. see it. But look, it's it's they've kind of given it a um, a misnomer of calling it, or, or that's not the right word. They kind of quantified saying it's space tourism. Right. That's the not. Term. You're not being an actual astronaut. Correct. Doing missions. If you're paying a good amount. First of all, did Shatner actually have to pay? Of course not. This is no, all publicity. Right? Because... That's right. I didn't think so. It's like, look, who? What celebrity is the best celebrity to send up? Captain Kirk. He's alive. exactly. Exactly. You know for a fact, if Leonard Nimoy was alive, it would have been the two of them. Right. Kirk and Spock up in space. I'm not kidding. Like, I will not be shocked if they have already approached Patrick Stewart. Right. Because that's. But that's. But that's my point. Like. I, I thought it was going to be like a real thing, and it's just turned out to be a big publicity stunt, and, and it, it rubbed me in the wrong is, way. Well, it but, is and it like, isn't. Look, it, it's exactly the same kind of flight that Bezos himself did. So it's not like Bezos and was that that big of a deal to me. No, no. But it's also was it as big a deal when uh, Richard Branson did it? No. no. <laughs> as everyone who's in the space community and astrophysics, they're kind of like eh, they didn't really go to space. Right. So um, that was I'm, my thought on it. What, so, what, what do you think, Jennifer? Um, I think it's a publicity stuff. I mean, the guy's an entertainer. So, you know, entertainers are usually hired to entertain unless they're an expert in some other field in life. Did you think, watch it? No. <laughs> no. I don't watch other people go on vacation. If someone says, I'm going to Puerto Rico, have fun, go to Puerto Rico. Like, let me know if anything profound happens. We'll talk about it later. I'm not going to watch your fly off into the sunset. Come on. 
right. no stuff to do. I'm not gonna watch him tra- someone else travel. Okay. <laughs> Come fair. on, man. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so we have. Let's see. We have some time. Let's see if I can squeeze this. And I don't know if we can. Squeeze I'm just gonna this. say this. Yes. They should. They should take Neil deGrasse Tyson up. You know he would say yes. yes. But but once again, I don't think going up in that way is is really anything. Like it's so disingenuous just the fact that they're the that the that the media has made it out to be this big him going into space and then basically he wasn't they even there, lick, like i said they should lick the floor of the moon and then they they can say they did it you know <laughs> i don't know about licking the floor but i do i do see your point yeah place a sandwich on the floor do something like you know interact with the land you know right like it just went straight up and came straight back down it didn't even like it didn't do anything now, now, once again, the, 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 the accomplishment is really cool. Like, if you're a kid, you're like, hey, I want to go flap into, into... You know what that's like? It's like someone saying, oh, I'm going to kiss a girl for the first time. And then the girl holds her mouth open, and you stick your tongue inside the mouth, but don't touch the tongue to anything, and then bring it back out. It's like, did you really kiss the girl? <laughs> I don't know. Your, your tongue did go in the vicinity that would kind of be her mouth, but you really, you really didn't, though, you know? So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna use a Jin's analogy for my final thought because I'll go first with the final thought because we're almost out of time. My final thought is that uh, with Jin's analogy, it's like it's like not even getting the first base. It's just kind of just running around the bases, but not even hitting the ball. It's mm-hmm. just like you know, just took it around whoop, and then you're back. Yeah, you didn't touch the ball. There's no ball. Yeah, that's that's I, I it it just it just I don't know why it does so much. Like it just rubs me the wrong way. Um, Dominic, do you have a final thought? Uh, I would like to know what uh, the other five commandments were that Moses dropped <laughs> nice, in nice. History of the World Part 1. Nice. I, okay. The Lord Jehovah brings you these 15. Oy. Ten. Ten commandments. I think somebody really wants to see History of the World Part 2. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, so Jen, bring us home. Final thought. Final thought is to make sure you have very strong glutes and strong legs because you can't build anything upon a weak foundation. So if you see anyone that doesn't have any strong legs, I don't know. Is there anything really there? Don't you hate those guys in the gym? All they do is bench press. <laughs> uh, I don't even pay attention. They're, they don't exist. There you go. So, <laughs> so, with, so with that. <laughs> so wait, does your Latin boyfriend do not skip leg day? I actually don't have a Latin boyfriend right now. Um, that explains why he, he sounds Eastern no, European. No, I think this guy, this, guy, um, this guy lifts a lot of things. That's all I'll say. He lifts okay. a lot of things several times a week, but it's not in a gym. There's a riddle. Uh-huh. So with that, we're going to take our break, and we'll be right back with the game from the radio. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. 
This month at Cosmic Comics and Games of Baldwin, get ready for the death of Doctor Strange and the Darkhold event from Marvel Comics. And from DC Comics, the Batman event, Fear State. And from the mind of Todd McFarlane, Gunslinger Spawn from Image Comics. Cosmic Comics and Games is open Wednesday from noon to 8, Thursday and Friday, 2 to 7, Saturday and Sunday, noon to 5. That's Cosmic Comics and Games of Baldwin, located at 846 Merrick Road in Baldwin, New York. Call us at 516-673-1133. Thank you and stay safe. Now, back to our show. Hey, this is Jay Braden Lee, and we're here to talk about movies, music, TV, and what's going on in our part of the world. Today we're going to talk about Halloween. Ooh, very nice. Back to Halloween. All right, so... Yeah, I can't believe it's uh, already Halloween already. Another year. Yeah. Unreal, unreal. <laughs> what are you going to be? It's undecided right now. It's undecided? I thought you were going to be Poison <laughs> no Ivy. I want to be, but the, you know, the uh, costumes are a little bit too... So the Poison Ivy costume's a little risque? Very risque. Oh, uh, okay. It's basically like wearing lingerie outside in the freezing cold. Oh, okay. And that's green. Well, I'm glad you don't <laughs> want to do that, you know? Well, I mean, one, it's going to be freezing cold. Two, like, I want pants. <laughs> well, maybe you get green pants. But it would be weird with the... All know. right, okay, so forget it. Good, so that, that's out the door. Yeah, All unfortunately. Right. So now I have no idea what I want to be. Well, your cousin and your aunt are going to be both Harley Quinns from I'm different... Not, I'm not joining that. <laughs> no, you're not joining that party? No. Okay. Uh, maybe the Mad Hatter as a girl version, though, or like something from Alice from Wonderland as a girl, or like a broken doll. For, that's, How about yeah. Queen, the Queen of Hearts, right? Is that what it is? That's yeah. a good idea. How are you we need to go to a Halloween store. You're going to get a big head. Right? I'll just put Bowie on top of me. You're not putting the dog <laughs> on top of you. Okay, all right. That's that's pretty funny. So, yeah, yeah, I guess you're going to get... All right, so you're still picking. Mad Hatter's a good idea. Yeah, we have to go to a Halloween store. Well, my favorite store closed. Ruby's. In, is, uh, is it closed forever or temporarily? That one in, I think it's Farmingdale, is actually closed forever. So we have to find a new place. I think there's that spirit of Halloween. Or you could just try the Amazon. It's not the same as Ruby's. I'm sorry. It's not the same as Ruby's. No, the place was amazing. I'm going to forever miss Ruby's now. Well, maybe they'll open another version somewhere else, you know? Well, I guess we're going to Spirit Halloween then. Spirit of Halloween it is. I guess you Spirit and... Spirit of Halloween. Do you want to dress the dog up? Well, we, we he's already a carpet. Why do we need to dress him up? He does look like a teddy bear. Yeah, yeah. carpet, whatever. Or, I mean, I guess we could put a dog filter on, filter on him. A dog filter. On our dog. What's a dog filter? Like. What? A filter. <laughs> like what kind of filter? Like an air filter? Like. Well, I mean, I guess we could recreate like one of those phone filters and put it on Bowie. What's a phone filter? I don't even know what you're talking about. You don't know about. what a filter is? I know what a filter is for like the pool or the car. No, or... not like that. What? Um, it's like. On an app like Instagram or something, you press a button and it's like you have like devil horns or like a dog face, like something like that. Oh, so you yeah. Wanna... So I want to put that in real life on Bowie. That's so crazy. Um, yeah, I hope that. Um, how so? Would you call it a filter or would you just make it like a thing? I'd just say, "Hey, this is Bowie. He's dressed up as a dog." <laughs> He's dressed up as a dog. Yeah. And, uh, that's just I don't even understand. Like I guess you could put a little. I wouldn't put little horns on him. I don't even think he would wear it. So, I, he's going to try biting it and eating it. 
I don't know what he'd be, honestly. You don't know what he'd be? Yeah, I don't I don't know. We can't make him a hot dog because he's... Well, everybody makes them hot dogs. Everybody makes their kids a hot dog. It's... Maybe we can make him a hamburger. I don't, I don't want to dress him up, honestly. Some people make him like Batman or a bat or like... I don't even know. Like, they put stuff on we him. We should make him Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader. Bark Vader. That's... Let's make him Bark Vader. I don't think so. You're Well, if you want to get the costume, sure. Make him Bark Vader. I guess we'll have to try it out. Yes. We'll see. I, yeah, I don't know what else you would want to... All right, so I don't think I'm going to be anything, and I'm going to a party with you. Uh, you got to be something. Uh, I'm not doing nothing. I don't dress up. Fine, I'll make you Coraline. Uh, I don't... No, yeah. I'll make you the evil stepmom. That Stepmom? And you know the evil mother? Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I'll make I'm you... I'm not mom. I'm not what what makeup does tricks. What do you t- makeup does tricks? I'm not. Do- I, what about <laughs> the dad? There was a stepdad, wasn't there? I don't think you want to be a demented pumpkin. I don't want to be any of that stuff. <laughs> That's why I'm not doing it. I mean, your mom made a paper. Cro- was it a crochet? What was that? Some kind of crazy um, pumpkin head. I'm gonna try. To oh wear yeah, that. you should wear that. So for my brother's uh, fair or something like that, they. My mom made a crazy pumpkin head with gems, and it was giant, and it could fit around someone's head, almost like that scene with Dwight in the office, where he puts an actual pumpkin head on his face, except it's fake. (laughs) Yeah, so you know what? I was thinking of doing that and scooting around in his electric scooter, but I'm not going to go to a party like that. You have to wear a black cape or something, then. Maybe. I'll be the pumpkin, I don't know. Pumpkin King. Pumpkin King. Yeah, I guess that's a good idea. But not as cool as Jack. Anyway, have a good Halloween because (laughs) we'll figure it all out, I guess, at some point. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay connected. Bye-bye. My neural net processor is linked to sci-fi.radio. It's sci-fi for my Wi-Fi. The more I listen, the more I learn. Now, back to our show. It's Jenny Feldy and Charlie Saladino. And we're here at the Chambers of Hell Malevolent Media Night. We just went through all three haunted houses as a preview. It was shut down. There was no scare actors scaring us, which I'm happy about because I scare easily. So, Charlie, what did you think? Well, I'm telling you, thank God there was no actors scaring us because just going through that thing was disturbing and, and fun and scary, and they did an amazing job. No pun intended because it's a huge maze. It's a huge maze, and uh, I wasn't scared. I actually found it pretty uplifting. I, it's very creative, and uh, you know, I found scary. I went to Adventureland the other day. That was scary, but but back to this. Um, I do think it will scare a lot of people, but we didn't have the full experience of the scare actors. We had we saw the aesthetic. This was more like a fashion show at the Chambers of Hell. We saw the fashion and the aesthetic, and it was very well done. You could tell there were hours and hours and hours, and probably years of collections of items that were used to uh, decorate the place and the favorite one if you want to call it uh, yeah call it decorations well the, well the third one was the Christmas one that's my favorite and I'm dressed in you'll see the photos if you look at the website I'm dressed kind of like a pinup person today so a nice little 1950s vibes and that's kind of how it felt in there it felt like um, uh, your worst nightmare at Christmas 
Yeah, it was it was unbelievable because we walked into a couple of rooms, and uh, you not you don't know what you're going to expect. And uh, the one with the um, the young lady in the bed, all uh, mutilated. That one got you. That that was special. You said, "Oh, that's scary." And it's like, no, "Oh, I, I actually where... said, oh, this is disturbing." Well, that, that's where Charlie draws the line. There, a, a lady bloodied in bed. I like the Christmas tree. I'm all about bad Santa. Yeah, Jen, you looked you looked very lovely. And uh, let me tell you, you looked very pinup in all those settings. And uh, you'll see some pictures on our uh, on our Facebook page. But Jen always looks lovely. But in these settings, it was like she was just flourishing. Well, thank you. I, this is how I feel in life. I'm surrounded by horror. I try to just do my best and and and, and just keep my, my my center and my composure and take care of myself even if I'm surrounded by blood and gore and fear and that's what the world is partially these days but there's beauty in all times of the world oh my god and, and there's beauty here and talk about beauty you just beautified all those settings oh, well thank you very much we're doing the wrap-up, and we're going to wrap it up right now. We're going to wrap it up. With uh, one of the organizers, which would be the Hellhounds. Do we call it the Hellhounds? The Hellhounds. I'm the owner. And that's next, the owner. Uh, so to wrap up, it was a great time at Chambers of Hell, malevolent media night. Yeah, it was beautiful. We loved it. And this is Charlie Saladino from It Came From The Radio. And uh, back to you, Mark. Comic Book Depot has been in business since 1993. Your one-stop comic book shop for comics, gaming, and collectibles. The Comic Book Depot club membership is $15 and gets you 15% off new comics, back issues, graphic novels, and 10% off comic book supplies. Located at 2847 Jerusalem Avenue in Wontaw, New York. Contact us on Facebook for curbside pickup because new comics are back. For more information, give Alan a call at 516-221-9337. The Comic Book Depot. Now, back to our show. This is Charlie Saladino from It Came From The Radio, along with... Jenny Feldy. And we're here with one of the hellhounds of uh, the Malevolent... Say that, Jen. Malevolent Media Night at Chambers of Hell Haunted House, New York's number one haunted house, and also the 39th in America, right? Yes, I was listening. So <laughs> we're here with the owner. Um, we're just going to call him Matt to keep it simple. So thanks so much for having us. And what made you want to scare the hell out of people? <laughs> well, having the baseball business first, um, it's only a seasonal business. So I was trying to think of what else can make money during the off season. And this was one of the ideas I had. And eight years ago, finally made it come to life. So thanks to baseball, now everyone's being afraid and being scared. Instead of getting hit with a baseball, we get you scared with some monsters. I prefer this. It's very creative. And who were some of your inspirations or what were some of your inspirations for creating this tonight? Um, my goal is to make us the, the number one haunt in the East Coast. Um, we want to be like Universal. Rob goes to Horror Nights all the time, and he was telling me about Universal Horror Nights as a media night. He goes, you want to try it in New York? Nobody's ever done it. I said, sure. So we figured we'd give it a shot, and hopefully next year have some more people to experience it. So my favorite, clearly, was the Christmas part. I love that one. Um, I think there's a beauty. I think I, I, Idea rents it out for photo shoots to models like me, and they can uh, dress up and pin up as a contrast. Cause it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool scenery for um, the photo shoots with the Instagram influencers nowadays. So um, what, what influenced you to make this Christmas haunt? 
Well, we always try to do a Christmas haunt every year. We've done, I think we did one Christmas haunt about six years ago. And the breakdown, I have to get my regular business up and running by January 1st. That's when we go crazy. So I have to have this thing torn down. So by doing the Christmas one, it gave us like 12 days to tear one haunt down. We would take down two and just do one. So he's like, you know what, let's do a Christmas theme haunt in October. So that's what we're going with. We have to add some snow back there still. And Christmas could be scary. Do you have any Christmas stories that are a little scary that you'd like to share? I don't have any Christmas stories. That's a good time. <laughs> well, I got a gift. I'll tell, I'll say this. I got a gift when I was two, and it was a very beautiful coat. And no two-year-old wants a coat. And I started crying, and my family was very upset with me. And that would be an opening of Christmas gifts that was from hell. There you go. <laughs> any final thoughts that you'd like to share with it came from the radio? No, just uh, hopefully everybody can come down. We're open up every Friday, th uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. The last two weeks of October, we'll be open on up Thursday nights. So it'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. We're open up Columbus Day. Come down, hang out, see us, and let us scare the crap out of you. And celebrate Christopher Columbus. Signing out. Back to you, Mark. Ever wanted to enter the world of comics but didn't know where to start? Worry not, true believers. We at the Comic Book School may just have the answer to your questions. Created by comics veteran Buddy Scalera, the Comic Book School is a free online educational resource that helps rising creators learn the craft and business of making comics through resources like forums, interviews, publication opportunities, publisher guidelines, and step-by-step -step blog posts. For more info, please visit our site at www.comicbookschool.com. Be sure to join our forums and follow us on social media while you're there. We'll see you on the message board. Now, back to our show. This is Charlie Saladino from It Came From The Radio, along with the beautiful... Uh, Jenny Feldy? You had to think about that, uh, Jenny Feldy? Oh, it's a beauty subjective. <laughs> We're here with Robert J. Frankenberg, friend of the show. He's an amazing longtime friend of the show. And here we are sitting at a table with his hellhounds. And he will talk to you about everything that's going on. About Jen, what's the night called? The Malevolent Media Night, the Chambers of Hell. And here is Robert. How are we doing, folks? We're doing good. A little slice of heaven, Robert. Um, this, I have to say, this place was amazing. And uh, kudos to the Hellhounds over here and to you and to everybody involved because, again, I enjoyed myself, um, amazingly enjoyed myself. So take it away, Robert. Tell us about the place. Tell us what's going on and tell us when are you opening because people need to come down here and see this. Go. Are you ready for this? Wait a minute, let's take a break. Go. <laughs> All right, so that's right, we're at Chambers of Hell, 1745 Expressway Drive North, ChambersofHell.com. That's right, guys, uh, we are New York's number one haunted house, the 39th best haunted attraction in America out of 4,000 haunts. That's right, we're sitting here with the Hellhounds. That's Al and Lou Calianis. That's right, they're the guys that make fire breathe. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Al Calienes. I'm here with my wife, Lou Calienes, and uh, I'm the staff trainer and uh, director of uh, all the actors that come in to scare people. I'm Lou. I'm the general manager here, and I uh, just generally watch what everyone does. Let me tell you something, guys. You did a magnificent job. It was amazing. Jen, what was your favorite part of this whole thing? 
the aesthetic of this room right here, um, where they'll be doing lots of events, and the Christmas part, of course. I thought that was very creative and very cool. And my question to you is you train the actors, so how do you train them how to be scary? How do you inspire and teach someone how to scare people? Well, uh, it's, it's not easy, uh, but with a little bit of time and a little bit of patience, uh, you can... Uh, show the person the the shape of the room, where they can hide, uh, and most importantly, uh, give them a flight pattern to show them where they emerge, where they do the scare, and how they get out of the scare to get back to where they started so they could do it again properly. To do that uh, allows them uh, to be able to be as effective as possible without being stagnant or too repetitive. So the idea is to come up with different configurations in the room so that they can attack in different, uh, different ways. Did you ever have uh, one of your actors get carried away in the role and scare the hell out of somebody that uh, tears came out of their eyes? We've, ha we've had a number of people uh, so scared that they run into walls. That's one, of my, that's one of my favorite things to see on the cameras when we're watching. Uh, someone just as simple as a pop scare will make someone turn around and run directly into a wall. Uh I, I think I did that tonight, and there was no actors there. What if your actors are too scary? Like, you ever have someone you're like, you know what, this is a little worrisome, no, 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 you're too no, no, into no, no. this. There's one rule in this haunted house. We see children, traumatize them. An actor uh, the idea, The idea behind this is that people came to be scared. They paid to be scared. And so the idea is to scare them, scare them uh, and if, they, if that happens, then we've accomplished the goal. Now, again, there are levels of success that we're willing to accept, and anyone who can exceed, uh, exceed those uh, expectations, we put them in a better spot. <laughs> if, they, if someone is getting better at what they're doing, we'll take them out of there to put them somewhere else where they can be even more effective, and, we'll, you know, and we can shift people around. If it is, if it ain't broke, we don't fix it. So if somebody is constantly making people run into walls, that's a keeper. Oh my God, I want to see those videos. Well, should that, that's Lou. So Lou, Lou. Yes, I I spend uh, most of my nights uh, watching the cameras. So in general, uh, I want to make sure everybody is safe. But it is fun to watch people kind of uh, get scared and and uh, run into walls and things like that. In general, uh, everyone has a great time. Um, and just, yeah, running in circles. Well, I, I don't know their names, but maybe they can call in. There were two little girls on a roller coaster at Adventureland that scared the living daylights out of me and almost made me get off the ride. So I think these two young girls would be perfect. Maybe I can track them down. Uh, and anyway, so uh, so some, some thoughts or some facts about this media night and the Chambers of Hell that maybe uh, people wouldn't know. Is there anything that you would like us to know? Basically, we want everyone to know that uh, we think we're the best in uh, New York and uh, a lot of people out there are telling us that and uh, that's what we want you to know. So we want you to come down, we want you to check us out and uh, come see for yourself. So now, weddings scare me and marriage scares me and you two are married, so what's scarier, the chambers of hell or your marriage? <laughs> oh, chambers of hell for sure. Uh, marriage is a breeze. What? Very nice. I have no comment. <laughs> there we go. There we go, stirring the pot on it came from the radio. Guys, I remember we were in um, 
What was that thing that was very disturbing? The, uh, the horn. The wild horn is very disturbing. No, no, this was even more disturbing than, and the smell was disgusting. Uh, what was that? The subway, called? the New York City subway. No, no, that was real life. Yeah. Um, no, we, 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 it was like a commune. Uh, outside, it was outside. You had tents. Remember, we went that night, Robin, and poured. Oh, you what is went that? To um, that was the Dark Colony at uh, Restless Souls Haunted Complex. Oh my God, we were there. The Dark Colony. Holy crap! Do you know how long ago that was? Do you know that that was the year I had off from haunting, and I was standing in the middle of a trail, in the woods, in the rain. Just, just waiting, looking at everybody. That hey, was my future hey, there. Freaking poured that night. It, it was, did. I remember that. It was great. That's what. That's what you got to get. A, a, a that was disturbing. I loved that it. That sounds awesome. horrible. Bad smells in the rain. We have smells. Oh, we do have smells in here. Today. Oh. Yeah, there are parts of this haunt where uh, we attack everybody with everything, be it the lights, the sound, and the smells. I well, remember. That's a nightmare for me. <laughs> yeah, I remember. You see how we get it? It's hard. Guy stands with his armpit with a jar like that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that we walked into this disgusting bathroom. Oh, I remember that. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I still smell the damn thing. Covered it. Oh, man. Do you remember what it was called? You remember what the, the, the spray was called back then? They didn't have Sinister Sense. It was called, I don't know if I can say this on air, but it was called Liquid Ass. And Sinister <laughs> Sense is what it's called Sinister now. Sense is what we use now. Yeah, oh. they have a variety of uh, pleasant scents as well as uh, huh. gory, gothic scents. Like we, did a, um, we did a carnival. Right. Uh, we did a Coney Island about, uh, was it two years ago? Last year. It was last year. And we had a waffle cone, cotton candy, popcorn, all things like that mixed in with blood. Oh my god. It was great. Oh my god, you guys are crazy. I love it. They're, they're, yeah, so. Waffle cone, a butt. Waffle cone, anyone? Oh, that's pretty cool. I, I might have to get these sinister scents. I would have mixed them. Yeah. yeah it's not, I think a little slaughterhouse in your bathroom. It would be great. Oh, wow. Poop is better. Poop, yeah. Poopery. Listen, I think, folks, when you have company over, I'm thinking instead of the Lysol, go for those scents. If, uh, only if you don't like the company. Right. So I will say, uh, when I was clearing up last year, I, I got one of the uh, the bad scents on my hand, and it does not wash off well. And I did everything. I was washing my hands. I, I used hand sanitizer. I tried to do everything I can to get this smell off my hand. The only thing I could do was to take the cotton candy smell and just spray that oh everywhere God. to try to cover up the bad smell. It's awful. All right, so I was coming up with a way to torture someone. If I needed to torture someone, I was going to put them in a body bag and throw them on Adventureland rides and torture them. But now the new one is to spray them with sinister scents and then put them through chambers of hell. But that wouldn't be torture because it's really enjoyable. It, it really is enjoyable. Church and then hit them with, with the yeah, a little liquid butt. A little liquid, <laughs> liquid butt. It's a church, everyone. Liquid, you heard it here. Liquid butts at church. Sundays with liquid butts. With that. Would that justify the phrase, holy crap? It would be, holy crap. We see a lot of that in here. I think that's where yeah. <laughs> you guys are, You guys are insane. All right, I'm going to send this uh, microphone around. I want you to give all your social media where you're at, where people can find you. And we'll start. We'll start everybody's pointing to everybody. <laughs> we'll start with Robert, and he'll send it around. Robert? Yes. So, 
Uh, that's right, guys. You can go to chambersofhell.com. Uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram as well. Again, just Chambers of Hell. Uh, if you want to send us an email, chambersofhellny at gmail.com. And also, I do want to make a note that um, I have uh, one other really cool fact that I want to talk about. I want to plug in your show, Charlie. Uh, I have two professional circus entertainers that work in my crew. And uh, that is uh, Mr. Al and Lou, who you're about to go around, who uh, are professional professional clowns. It's amazing. So uh, when they get to them, uh, they're going to talk really quick about their circus show. So passing it around. Here we go. Going around. <laughs> All right. I'm Al Calienes, and I am a 30-year-plus veteran circus performer. Uh, I started up with Big Apple Circus in 1989, and I've played for four of the top ten circuses in the world. Uh, but nothing beats... Uh, dancing back and forth over the line between making people laugh and scaring them. What did you do at the circus? I'm a circus clown. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So I, I started out as a stunt clown and then moved over into a specific genre, which is audience participation. So I got good at reading people and being able to size them up. And uh, so that helps with, what, with uh, being the actor trainer here. Definitely. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, I, I don't know if anyone can guess, but uh, I'm not from this country. Um, I originally, I'm originally from England, and uh, I started off in a circus there. I became a Great Britain's premier female clown uh, my first year of circus, and then uh, I came over to this country. Because uh, that's when we met. That's where Aww. we met. Aww. We met in the circus, and uh, yeah, and so I came over here about 14 years ago. To be with me. To be with my husband. And, um, yeah, and, and never look back, and it's been amazing since. Because I'm amazing. Aw, <laughs> you guys are so cute. I we love try. This. I love this. Well, I'm a comedian, so I guess I'm a different type of clown. More of a, an S-talking. Mark doesn't like when I curse. <laughs> you be more for children, I, I'm guessing. We say uh, family entertainment. Uh, right. So it's we, we, we're not necessarily kids' entertainment. We are family. We entertain the whole family. We don't want to just entertain the kids. Can't say that. I'm learning to right now. <laughs> Well, um, I have had a really good time at the Chambers of Hell and Charlie. I want to first, let me thank you guys as always for your hospitality. You guys have always been great. Uh, we love you guys. The most talented bunch of people in the business. And uh, we can't wait till this is open. Uh, did you say when this is opening? No, I didn't about to say it. Well, I'm going to say it now, damn it. I'm open. Oh, forever <laughs> no, uh, we did. We opened last Friday. Uh, we are open every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in October, as well as the last two Thursdays. So come on down, get your tickets. Yeah, we'll see you in hell. There you go. And definitely come down. See it you in hell! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, but anyway, thank you guys so much. And uh, success. I know you're going to have success with this because I love it. When I love something, definitely successful. But anyway, this is Charlie Saladino. And Jenny Feldy. See you in hell. From the game, from the radio. Back to you, Mark. This is Gray Griffin, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hello, radio listeners. What are you thinking? We want to hear from you. What's working for you? What things would you like to hear more about? Write us your thoughts. Or you can buy us a pizza. Just go to our website, www.itcamefromradio.com, and click on the Buy Us a Pizza link. Leave your comment there. And we'll read them on video. 
Timothy Patak. If you had any honor, you would listen to Sci-Fi.Radio, the sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. Kapla! Now, back to our show. So that about does it for this week on the Came From the Radio. Join us right here any week on this radio station. If you miss any part of the show, tough. go to www.itcamefromradio.com and listen to our archives. We'll be up in a week or so. Go to such places such as btdradio.com, indievolt.com, sci-fi.radio, or check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. And always follow the cost-benefit ratio. If the benefits outweigh the costs, do it. If the costs outweigh the benefits, don't do it. Or just Google It Came From The Radio. And we'll see you next week. You've been listening. Listening to It Came From the Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast. <laughs> <laughs>